I'm rolling because if I have a certain set of st- certain set of skills and I'm traveling through the galaxies okay. and I have the ability to travel from world to world to world to world mm-hmm. and help you know world's population mm-hmm. to defeat evil, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need to know that y'all worthy of me taking my time out of my busy schedule to help you. That does make sense. Uh, you know. Uh, so I, in, as, in, in, yeah. in, 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 in the case of the Justice League, where I'm sitting here like, oh, they got a Superman. I know how Krypton roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should be straight. I've heard stories about Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's I a human. about a rich white man. Yeah. Wherever, wherever you are in the universe. They got metahumans. I'm cool on that planet. Mm-hmm. So I could see a scenario where I'm looking at that planet Earth and I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> but understanding that, I can lend my, I can lend some help if you needed at, in the future. You at your Captain Marvel? Yeah. Not, not all the planets got the Avengers. Right, right. That's why I ain't been around. I could dig it. Yeah. Captain Marvel got a. She had a short list. These are the way. The reasons you can text me. <laughs> I feel like yep. it's the same. Yeah. These are the reasons I'll stop by. Cause my home not even here. Exactly. You know how long right. I got. You don't even understand light years for real. Like that's y'all, real shit. <laughs> y'all say y'all, y'all scraping the surface. Let's keep right. it a stack. When, when I get back to my planet, my kids are grown. I gotta <laughs> now. I gotta. I, I gotta get a whole another bitch pregnant. <laughs> and hope I can to be build back. with some other niggas, right. little niggas. <laughs> now I gotta hope she wait for me to come back. You know what I'm saying? I'm rolling. Miss Janelle, you upset with what I just said? <laughs> I mean, what's, I'm fine. You sure? I'm fine. Yes. How was your week, Miss Janelle? My week was uh was cool. It was rather uneventful. I'm lying. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to tell you who's lying. I, I'm not used to working this much. Something's going to have to give. I'm going to tell you. I ain't see you on the workout Zoom till, mm-hmm. till, Friday, till Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was a little concerned. I was getting concerned. Yeah. He was like, I'm still working. Yeah. It sounded like something I would say. I don't ever want to get like this. I know. I know. I know. You don't ever want to get like me. I get shit. it. So I was concerned that you, you, you all right? This ain't the life for me. But are you all right? I'm all right. Okay. I just want to make sure. Something about to sure. give, though. C Major? Um, My week was... It was semi-eventful. Saturday was a busy day. I like to say I put them in the dirt. Mm. Got a lot of, mm. lot of, lot of good surveys. I'm expecting to come in, trying mm. to get be my first time getting the survey bonus. I'm trying to secure that for this month. I feel you. Um, Just for this month. Yeah. yeah Not hey. ongoing. I'm, look, you gotta take it one month at a time gotcha, in, in gotcha. these type of situations because we got motherfuckers dropping survey scores for for free shit. Gotcha. I don't give a fuck about the water spots after your free wash, bitch. Oh. Don't don't this score reflects me. <laughs> this ain't got shit to do with that wash. They don't even ask you questions about the wash on the survey. You done gave a nigga an eight for the wash, didn't you? I see it in your hand. Oh well, okay. okay. So all right. I didn't know. I didn't know all that. I'm gonna tell you right now. I didn't mm-hmm. know all that. I thought I thought it was just service. You thought, yeah, you the entire service. No, I didn't know that pertained to you. Yeah, to the folks that work in your position. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, indeed, it reflects me. 
But nonetheless. But you understand how you gotta get your team in order. Look, we try. Look, I know, I know. Okay. It's but it's hard to convince a nigga that's not seeing no part of that bonus. <laughs> you know how you you know how you could break them off a little something. I've yeah, been in the yeah. game long enough. Okay, I know what so you, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I I gotta get that bonus first, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what you saying? This gotta be. Yeah. I gotta get comfortable with Mr. it. Mr. Nell yeah. said trickle trickle down economy economy uh, economics works. Did I say that? I thought you said that. No. <laughs> I said trickle down never works. You don't think because trickle? He's talking like this now, trying to get the bonus. And he's mm-hmm. like, I understand, blah, 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 blah. Once he gets, once he sees that motherfucker, <laughs> that nigga yeah. ain't about to see he, he ain't, he ain't breaking He gonna trickle that down. No. He just said he would. Look, he's thinking that now nah, when he doesn't have it. I know to play it, because right now we got one porter. My, my, my man's will go hard for some lemon peppers. I hear you. I give him lemon peppers. He wants some lemon, lemon pepper, pepper wings. wings. That's trickle down economics. Hey. I feel like she don't believe us. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> she feel like we bullshitting. Right. Like we got the, the wool over their eyes or something. You're going to see that fucking bonus check <laughs> in your yes, mind. Yes, I will. You're going to spin that bitch to the penny. <laughs> And you're not going to get that nigga no win. Yo, I got, the, I got the lemon peppers incorporated into... Incorporated. In, into... The budget. The budget for okay. my... Yeah, for the bonus. Mm-hmm. I just gotta get the bonus first. Trickle down economics. Let me find out. George Bush Senior had it all worked out. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. And gave the yeah. people wings. Yeah. <laughs> gave some lemon peppers. No. <laughs> That's how it works. No, no safety nets. Nope. No. Y'all get, y'all get these wings. Trickle down economics. And this nigga never specified how many wings. Don't so worry about <laughs> that. My nigga never specified how many she wings. She doing too much. He just gets sized every payday because he go get his lemon peppers. I'm like, nigga, if that's your motivation. She doing too much. We can get this America's best kids combo. <laughs> Five wings. Five that. wings, fries, a drink. He a bigger nigga, but look. <laughs> That's five wings he had to pay for. That's real shit. Give it to him on a Saturday when the when the job feeds you. He he like that's all bump. I'm just winning. You're the worst. And that's cause I fuck with you. I already broke a nigga off with some Bud Light money. <laughs> One of the technicians. <laughs> I know how the game work. Yo, I've been here I'm before. Rolling. I seen this in my rookie days, okay. Mister Nell. Okay. I'm rolling. I've been. He's been the nigga that accepted the Bud Light. Look. I've been the nigga that accepted the Bud Light, the twenty bones on payday, cause I pulled your, cause I, I always made sure to pull your cars around first, that you showing off the customers. See, I Major d- was doing hundred dollar worth of work for forty dollars. Right. That's real shit. <laughs> so you know. So I'm here now. <laughs> ready to give them. Ready to give them six dollars for two hundred dollars <laughs> worth of work. work. I love it. Capitalism. Don't look at me. You know I love it. <laughs> you know the fuck I love it. Come on now. Jesus. Well, shit, I feel like I got both of y'all weeks wrapped up in one. <laughs> uh, my week was normal. Okay. I don't have nothing to add. Nothing spectacular happened. All right. I did have one of my doctors, like, not listen to me. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time she did something like that. Yeah. Like, Okay. Let me back up. I feel like she went through something since the last visit. Okay. 
They're human beings. They are human beings. They are not superhuman, whatever Mm -hmm. you might want to attribute their special talents or education level to. They are still human beings. She hit me with a bunch of like midlife crisis shit. Oh. Mm. And I did some math and I realized she's that's probably what she's going through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of things that she's coming to grips with as far as privilege and concern being a doctor. and had, I think at a certain point, you know, money is no object depending on what level of life you're trying to mm-hmm. live. You know, if you come from uh, the, the the sewer, if you will, then the level of life you might aim to live may not be so high. Mm-hmm. So you can just fly. If you're making six figures and your only reference is the ghetto, mm-hmm. you feel like you, you rich. Right. right. Yeah. And, and, and not understanding or having an appreciation for things that are greater than that. I feel like that's where she's at right now in her life, but she's, taking advantage of what she feels like she's taking advantage of her level of privilege and she's had some recent self-awareness awakening okay in which she feels like oh these things aren't important and i've been striving to get to this and and so she had this long conversation with me and jerosmo about what we're trying to do and and i i I swear the only question we asked was how is our weight loss (laughs) Yeah, how's our weight, weight loss, loss working journey. with, well, you know, our private area? Like, yeah. we're here for the gynecological review or exam. Right. <laughs> we, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we come in weighing, <laughs> we come in a little lesser in weightage, mm-hmm. and, and and now we're getting this whole, this, fo- you this know. extra speech. Nah. Right. Are we all right? Our I hormones. I need you to get into the undercarriage. Right. And tell me. Tell me if my hormones are okay. I don't need you to tell me all the things in which you... She started projecting. Yo, 100%. Mm. And when she asks... Because we... Let me let let y'all in on a little secret about lesbian love. Okay. Okay. All right. You know, if you are in a heterosexual relationship, meaning you're a woman having sex with a man, your gynecologist is going to require you to come in annually Mm -hmm. because there's so many got some penetration going on right if you are in a lesbian relationship Mm -hmm. i don't have to go see her every three years they're nothing skeeting and yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. throwing off the ph nine times out of ten you know none of that's happening Mm -hmm. so but you are aware if you are bi your your gynecologist should recommend that you still come in every year yeah. because you are engaging in heterosexual activity. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I haven't seen her in three years. Mm-hmm. The last time she saw us, we were heavier. You had more face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, Ms. Mm-hmm. Janelle. Thank you. And so when she saw us, she saw... I, and, you know, the past year, we haven't really... Because we couldn't go nowhere, I didn't buy no clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm in big clothes, like I am, like I am today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm in clothes that are too big for me. Yes. So I'm swimming around in my t-shirt. I'm swimming mm-hmm. around in my pants. And she had a whole fit, mm. is what I can, comp, you know, what I can say is that she had a fit about our weight and things. And that she she jumped to a bunch of assumptions about us 
jumping on some fad diet and mm-hmm. i had to i was like yo it's been three years since you've seen this like right we really could have been working on this for three years like it's not like we came in weighing 110 right mm. like i'm there's still a lot of girth over here <laughs> still a lot of thickness over here okay and so she had a lot of you know i've just come to the point in my life where blah 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 i'm like damn we made her comfortable enough to tell us mm. things that's going on in her life. I don't care. Damn. And that's wild because most people just beg for that type of connection with their But you know how physician. I was raised. Yeah, yeah, Major, yeah. you was I in the house. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, I, I don't care. You. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I'm here for you to pr- do your job. Right. Yeah. What's I'm the copay? Am yeah. I healthy? Am I, yeah. am I good? Okay. Can you please? Right. Can we go to the room where you prop my legs up, <laughs> <laughs> check my goods? And tell me I'm okay for another three years. So I, I that's you. the experience I had this week, and mm. I'm trying to reconcile. And that's the that doctor shit. that I don't want to chop it up with. When I'm stirruped up and you cranking shit, mm-hmm. and I don't give a fuck about what you've come to learn. Yeah. And normally we have a very life. pleasant visit. Mm-hmm. Like we've come back and recommended her and things of that mm-hmm. nature. I just felt like she was a little much this time, and and. Based on her own personal experience, not necessarily what we've experienced, but I felt like it was a lot of projecting. Mm, okay. Yeah. But I'm rolling with you. Normally, any other case, I probably would not let that. I wouldn't let her get. I wouldn't have let a doctor get away with some of the things she was telling us mm. at that time. But she's she's been awesome to us for so many years mm-hmm. that I'm like, okay, she just recently went through some. Yeah. It's COVID. She's probably in the house with her partner and she realized she ain't love that bitch. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. a lot going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. See, Major, have you, have you experienced any of your doctors get deep with you or is it just strictly professional? When nah. the urologist is, is cupping Wait. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you at the age where you're seeing a urologist? No, not at that age. Mm-hmm. Yet. Okay, no, okay. no. Um, but um, when I was on the Kaiser plane, like, <laughs> whoa, I saw that. Like, you the didn't thing know is, who you was gonna see. This, that despite my yeah. my like my health records, like from a young age, I'm relatively healthy. The way I'm not in the doctor's office, common except for like my yearly checkup. Mm-hmm. Um, and with my uh, previous employer, like the only reason I went for the yearly checkup was because my insurance was paying me 60 bones for the yearly checkup. So I was like, gotcha. shit, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? So, might as well. Might as well. So like, nah, I never ever really built, built that um, relationship. But to keep it funky, the pediatrician that I went to up until the age where they said, nah, nigga, you too old. <laughs> they kick you out. Yeah. And I was like, them niggas was so cold with it. I just grew to, especially as an adult, I just grew to learn that I I don't need to build a relationship with this nigga. Just let me know what's going on, right. what I need, and, and I'm out. Right. Because uh, cause obviously you're not here to to expand upon that, so mm-hmm. it's whatever. Well, Chanel, do you have a deeper relationship with any of your doctors, or is it just strictly uh, professional? They feel like sharing their part of their lives with you and shit. I a connection but it's just like don't do it during the titty exam don't do it don't don't talk your shit while I, hate, you, I hate his hand work still you, stressing yeah. you out <laughs> 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 
Don't don't talk about your life in the nipple squeeze. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll chop it up doing something else. No, no, no. Work. <laughs> no awesome home away, you I'm looking oh at my you. God. I'm looking at you. I can't look at him. The fucking word. <laughs> that was disgusting. What the, the fuck was that motion? What shape do you think my titties are? Wait a minute. What, are you, what, what were you doing with your... You know what? <laughs> How's everything in the home? <laughs> <laughs> He's disgusting. He's disgusting. See, Major, do you have something for us? Or have you completely forgotten how this show works? <laughs> I got something for us. Um, I was in the studio last night. Oh, jeez. Mm. Um, me and my homie uh, and his brother linked together. This you is, rapped last, didn't this you? Is a ra- I'm on the hook. We're going to have to hit a whole damn... You don't got to hit a whole damn thing because I come in in the beginning before anybody talking. So, oh you know, it's just a little something we put together. He sent me the beat. I was like, I got a hook for it. I sent them the hook. They went to the studio, laid down their verses. We just cleaned up some shit, added some harmonies last night. So it's not complete, but just wanted to drop the you exclusive. the half done shit. Come on. But you're going to fuck with it. Okay. You talking that shit. I better fuck with it. I'm done. I'm out. gonna end up on the album cover with his chest out <laughs> i feel like that's the direction we going in that's what you think is going on yeah that was the homies note and canon track untitled coming soon mm, okay well welcome to this week's episode of reels and fields i'm your host t greasy with my co-host Chanel. and our producer extraordinaire c major he had the full extraordinaire yeah, this time man. he was here I ain't even friend. He was here before 11. We had our meeting at 11. He was setting up the equipment. I, I have no complaints besides the one-third six-pack that he brought. <laughs> My issue is I'm taking all of this in. I'm uh-huh. respecting what's happening today. Uh-huh. I'm also taking note that he's not getting paid today. Ooh. I feel like we're going to have a different experience mm. next week. Mm. 
I'm I'm gonna remain optimistic though. Okay. But that's just yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh let's proceed with Jai News then. Okay. Human penises are shrinking because of pollution, warned scientists. Dr. Shanna Swan has found that chemicals called petalates are causing human babies wait, to wait, be wait. born. Spelled P-T-H-Y. P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. Petalates. Okay, cool. That's as close as I can get. Petalates. Babies are being formed, <laughs> <laughs> are being born with malformed genitals. Genitalia. Penis, penises. God damn it. Hold on. <clears throat> <laughs> penises are shrinking and genitals are becoming malformed because of pollution. An environmental scientist has warned in a new book detailing the challenges facing human reproduction. Dr. Shanna Swan writes that humanity is facing an existential crisis in fertility rates as a result of the chemical used when manufacturing plastics that impacts the hormone-producing endocrine system. Okay. So you think this is going to be the catalyst to make people take the environment seriously? No. Oh. They don't care about the penises? No. I don't no. care about birth? No. Mm-hmm. Capitalists are. I feel like they have a whole secondary plan in place for that, though. Mm. They have, I think, enough of the capitalists, enough of the people who are rich and in charge and the ultra-wealthy have figured out a way to, they have like three or four backup plans to keep Earth populated in a way that they, that Double maintains their them. Yes. Mm. Yes. And I don't think... This is one of those ways. I think this is just like, nah, nah, nah. No. They could force their way. They could force procreation. That's not a thing. It's been done in the past. They can do it again. What, Miss Janelle? Nothing. I just want to know how the penises feel about it. Oh, well. uh, I don't know. (laughs) See, Major, you have any insight into how the penises might feel? Um, I know for some personal egos, this might hurt. This might hit a little deep, mm-hmm. but as far as the world doing anything to change it, nah. It's, got you. Sorry, little dick nigga. Yeah, that's what that's what yeah. I was saying. Niggas is running around like I got mine. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say something really grimy. I'm gonna keep it moving. No, nah, mm-hmm. no, nah, I want to hear the grimy. No, you, you don't want to hear the grimy. Oh, wow. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Jay Leno apologizes for decades of jokes about Asians. <laughs> Did anybody ask Jay Leno about no. to apologize? No, I didn't. A- I didn't ask Jay Leno to stop talking. A few, but. a couple years ago, didn't Gabrielle Union tell us that he was talking shit about Koreans? Yeah, when she got the boot off of NBC and nobody believed her. It's a lot of shit about NBC in particular that people don't believe, and and it's all because of Lorne Michaels mm. and his grip over the controlling parties of NBC. That's true. But, no. But, like, now he's he's literally saying something when it doesn't matter. He's made his money. He's gotten he's out of the out. game. He's retired. He don't give a fuck. Don't oh, yeah. care. I so talked why about you Asians. Some, I made some jokes. <laughs> I knew it. The, it killed me like when it. he said, I knew it was wrong. 
No, you didn't. Okay. Here's my issue. <laughs> it, you, I, I might believe, I don't know if I believe that he knew it was wrong. Because in the midst of, I don't know what time this, I'm not going to dare anticipate or try to figure out what, when these jokes occurred and what time it occurred, what part of history it occurred in. But for a long time, a, th- a lot of things that weren't deemed as wrong, if you don't tell me it's wrong, I may not know it's wrong. And if I make a joke about it, I, don't, I may not know it's wrong. I'm not sure. I think it's a lot. I feel like he's being dramatic. I feel like he mm. should have said he didn't know it was wrong if he didn't know. Yeah, that's typically what most people he go for. He was like, for. in my heart, I knew it was like, wrong. Like, nah, I was but fucked fuck, up. But fuck y'all. <laughs> when most people be Get like, no, I didn't off. know what I was saying was racist. They're like, nah, this nigga like, nah, I was fully aware and I still <laughs> approve this. But do you think that's a, a that's an... Um, that's what he's saying. Here's, here's what my thought process is that the level of expectation of what was wrong now is a lot as compared to 10, 20 years ago where he would be able to get those jokes off and nobody would have raised an eyebrow about it. All right. A select few, you know, a very small pop percentage of the population would have been an outrage, but not enough to garner any type of, you know, special message from him to say, oh, my bad, I'm sorry I made this joke. Mm-hmm. However, fast forward 20 years, because he's been retired for a very long time, mm-hmm. fast forward 20 or so years, and now he has a, a better understanding of why that joke that he made about Asians was awful. Mm-hmm. It seems, you know, okay, yeah, now I know that that joke wasn't, Offensive, right? I mean that it, it, it that it was offensive, right? Well, the, the, I feel you, but there still holds the chance that he was very much aware <laughs> that it was no, offensive back you, there. Yeah, yeah. I think because like my thing is like even when because I'm a fan of of the raw flagrant comedy just as much as anybody else, but I see the hypocrisy within it as well, where I could see. My black comedians get have the freedom to rip about anybody, but as soon as a comedian of any other race stay, say, you know, tackles a specific race in, in uh, in particular, it then may it's a problem. yeah, then it might be a slight issue. Right now, there was a time where it was kind of like a free for all between like Middle Eastern between Asians. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and you know some uh, Hispanics at that. So like, but I, I peeped it. I was like, nah, this shit's wild. It's funny. I'm going to rock with it. I'll rock with it on all spectrum to be fair and equal when, you know, unless shit is going, you know, <laughs> wild. <laughs> but I, I see the shit. I've, I've always been able to, to separate the comedy versus the wild shit, but I see the wild shit nonetheless within the comedy, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. None. None. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Janelle. My thing is, I think he was aware that it was wrong. I think that what he might not have been aware of is the impact of one's words. Okay, I roll with that. When yes. it goes, when it goes out beyond the audience that you anticipated, and to have started show business at a time where access was rather limited to getting to a place now where 
people can dig up old shit. People can have access to things that you thought you were saying in close company. And then to see how rhetoric has now turned into violence against a particular group that you have made fun of. Mm. I think that awareness might be new. Um, And then to see in real time what Asian Americans are experiencing and, and understand that you might have contributed to the thinking that that has made people move the way that they move might be a bit jarring. Either way, I don't want to hear that shit from you now when it's basically of no consequence to you. Like now it seems like you're just interjecting on something because it's hot and nobody, nobody really asked for this. That's my thoughts. That's all right. That's an all right thought. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's move on. COVID in Maryland. Uh, we have 1,173 new cases as hospitalizations. Positivity rate is up. Spring break is here. You know, the vaccines have not been open to everyone who is willing and able to take them. And spring break is here. And y'all are tired of having these motherfuckers in your household. All day. And now you get a week off with us, you know, the week before Easter where we're at now or the week after. No, I guess this coming week is, again, the week before Easter. Yeah, and, then, and then you have the week of Easter. Mm-hmm. So the next three or four weeks are going to be interesting because a lot of kids have different spring break times. And all I can say is, you know, try to try to be as safe as you can, people. Be careful because the thing is, the governor has decided that every it's safe to reopen, but the the virus is still very much here. Cases are going up. Um, if we don't want to see this upswing be very dramatic and very deadly, we need to practice good sense and take the measures that we know to have been somewhat helpful. And maybe maybe hold up, maybe wait a couple months before you go to brunch. Yeah. With your face out. And, and, and the counties that surround major cities in Maryland are the ones that are catching it the worst. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Anne County, Baltimore City, Baltimore County, um, Prince George's County, Montgomery County, Queen Anne's, um, to a certain degree. Um, it's it, still you just got to be, care- mm-hmm. be careful. Relax. Hey, I'm talking to y'all at that Red Lobster by my job <laughs> off branch. Y'all niggas need to chill. Prince George's County got numbers like it's its own state. <laughs> I mean, it's like significantly higher than the other counties. And y'all got to chill. And infuse all Valentine Road. Y'all, y'all wildin'. That's crazy. I would, I would like, you know what? I, I want to reserve some of my judgment for any numbers that we get in from Virginia for those mm-hmm. counties that's around the D.C. Nah. I mean, yeah, that Red Lobster and the Infuse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those, those, if you see Virginia tags, those niggas who can't get registration in Maryland or D.C. <laughs> but these is all PG niggas. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> you stand corrected. I stand corrected. <laughs> IBM CEO and outgoing exec chairman take home $38 million in total for 2020 despite revenue shrinking by billions. I am at a loss as to why Ms. Janelle said this, this <laughs> news article. I, I don't understand what you're, 
what you mean by that. I read this and was like, okay. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Janelle, what, what do you want to add to this? My, my thinking is this. They've laid off thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm waiting for the bad part. They've lost a lot of revenue. They're mm-hmm. down billions. Right, which makes that, sense that for part you to, yeah, yeah. to cut back. Yeah. Got to cut jobs. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. But then do you pay people millions and, and pay them money beyond their salaries? What is it's the a, bonus for? Like, if, you're, if your business is failing, right. you're losing money, mm-hmm. you're cutting jobs, right. why do you, what is, the, what, is, what is the extra for? Well, are these our executives? Yes. Okay, that, well. That answers your question yeah, yeah. right there. <laughs> I, mean, I don't have much else Why to are we deciding that like two or three people need to get extra when they've not done anything extra? They've not done anything to advance the business. Well, how have we operated before, though? We've, got, we've made sure they've gotten their extra. And regardless, shit is, has... <laughs> Work like a partially oiled machine. <laughs> partially. So now things is breaking down, but I still gotta make sure my niggas eat. Y'all are all right with this. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, I, 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 I just. I, and then. I, I, you, you know what? I, I like. I let you get your socialist shit off. <laughs> yeah, but I'm oh, ready man. for IBM to start selling shares of their company mm-hmm. as they prepare for this shit to just completely fall apart. And then once, you know, they sell enough to where they're well off, they close it out, like, you know, GameStop. But, you know, I'm seeing this in my rookie days is what I'm saying. Yeah, this is just how America works, man. It's Mm. just. So we reward incompetence. We reward mediocrity. It's in the contracts. It's in the contracts. Only if you're an executive. No. (laughs) The niggas who got their boots on the ground. That part. Oh, you failure. (laughs) Let's take it easy. It's it's not the executive's fault. No. The people who make the decisions. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not their fault. No. It's the worker bees. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that's fucking up. Okay. They had to take all them sick days. It was only only (laughs) COVID. That's what brought the. It was only COVID. Jesus. <laughs> See, made you all right? They didn't have to take all them sick days. What? Too much? <laughs> Y'all tell me when I do too much, okay? <laughs> I've had a couple of beers. Shit only required you to be out for 14 of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Vin Diesel's kid. Will be in the upcoming Fast and Furious movie. How do you feel about that? He will be appearing as a younger Dom. So I assume there's some flashbacks are going to occur. I, let me tell you what I never need. What? With Fast and the Furious. What's that? I never need more Dom. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I want minimal Dom. I live my life Wait. 90 seconds at a time. <laughs> Eight second car. <laughs> what? I'm riding in three second car. <laughs> the 
they don't know what I'm capable of. <laughs> What's Minnie Venn about to sound like? What What does a young Toretto sound like? What do y'all think? I live my life <laughs> 60 seconds at a time. <laughs> Second car. <laughs> Don't underestimate me. <laughs> I need. I need Nas. <laughs> He's a cutie though. The kid. I saw the picture of the, of the kid. He looks adorable. I don't know where they're going with the next. What is it, nine? It's got to be at least nine or ten at this point. I don't know where they're going. It can't get more ridiculous. Oh, but it what? can. What? Why not? Technology is improving every year, Mr. Janelle. The Rock so make is, it more stupid. The CGI. The is Rock is improving every year. I know. So he's going to go from catching helicopters. Yep. To, <laughs> to swinging them bitches. Not like, only catching, holding them in place. Holding yeah. them in place. Yes. 800 okay. horsepower against the rock's arm. <laughs> <coughs> All right, man. That's that's what we at. It can't get yeah, you let me get my neck. More dom means it's going to be more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Asian woman struck in the face by man while walking on Clarksville path, police say. This Asian woman, uh, in her report to police, said that the gentleman seemed like he was in need of or might have been mentally deficient. Okay. I don't know. I, I I don't know how to say that. All right. Hmm. He was mental. He was mentally ill. Okay. Is how she subscribed. How she described it. How she what? Subscribed the encounter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> This was in Howard County. This is the gentleman who punched her and then said, I'm sorry for punching you in the face. Yes, I'm sorry for punching you in the face as he (laughs) ran down the path. I'm sorry for punching you in the face, (laughs) You might want to ice that. (laughs) There might be some issues. Yeah. Okay. Even the the mentally deficient whites. (laughs) They got to be better than somebody. Yo. You got to. You got to take it out. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a fucking minute. What is this, he major? Let's see what's going on. All right. Y'all going to tell me I ain't never look at somebody just random be like, I could punch this. I could slap that nigga dead in the face. <clears throat> I think that every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Bobby Brown Jr. Cause of death revealed. Booze, coke, and fentanyl. Hmm. Sad that it happened that way, man. Super unfortunate. Not shocking. No. Mm -hmm. Not shocking at all. Unfortunately. Um, With um, the history that Bobby Brown has, the history that Whitney Houston has had, and... um, what we what we know some far so far of addicts is that they um, just like any other group of folks out there you you surround yourself with folks who enjoy the same thing as you 
And so, um, if he grew up understanding the yep. addiction that he, you know, saw his father deal with, uh, super sad. It's super not sad. unlikely that he would have followed that path, and it's unfortunate that his demise came yeah. with that addiction. All right, let's move on. If my computer is working, this joint is smoking. Okay, the way this, as slow as it's moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Devastating and tragic. 12-year-old boy stabbed inside of downtown McDonald's. Pittsburgh police are investigating a stabbing that took place at a downtown McDonald's. Pittsburgh police said a 12-year-old boy was stabbed inside of McDonald's in downtown Pittsburgh Saturday afternoon. Police say they arrested a 51-year-old Charles Edward Turner in connection with the stabbing. What in the world? Could a 12-year-old do to a 51-year-old that would warrant a stabbing in a McDonald's? And what's wild is they were standing in line for a little while. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, he, he watched him for a little while and then decided to stab him. I don't know, man. It's really quite a tragic thing on a beautiful Saturday downtown, said Kara Cruz. She's the deputy public information officer for the Pittsburgh Public Safety Department. Police said the 12-year-old boy was stabbed in the neck inside McDonald's on Liberty Avenue and Stanwyck Street just after 2 p.m. Saturday. Cruz said the child was standing in line with his family when the incident happened. He was with his family. He was standing in line. They had just zipped in, zipped in for one quick thing, Cruz said. People walking in the busy downtown area were shocked and scared when they heard the news. I think it's terrible that something like this can happen. We're here all the time. People are here all the time. It's very scary. And a child, that's just terrifying. Cruz said Turner was in line behind the child and his family. A criminal complaint states that a witness said Turner attacked, Turner tackled the child from behind and then people tried to get him off and they noticed the child's neck was slashed. I know what the problem was. What was that? When you, when you read the story and you said that somebody came, the, that somebody was stating that um, they came in for one quick thing, mm. the boy asked for nuggets. That's what it was. They initially came in for one thing. Yes. Mm. And he's like, I don't mind standing behind these folks if they're getting one, one thing. thing. Right. Little young and asked for nuggets, thus turning it into two things. Hmm. And he had to get stabbed. He had to. Yeah. Yeah. How you gonna eat nuggets with your neck leaking? Yeah. Now we going now. <laughs> How? And, <laughs> How you do it? And now you got a permanent scar to think about when we when your people tell you we coming for one thing right. and you try to add to the menu. Okay. Nah, I'm fucking with it. I'm all in. Let's move on then. If okay. both of y'all are fucking with it, I'm moving on. Six year old boy <laughs> sent to court for picking tulip. A six year old boy who was brought to court after picking a tulip is the latest example used by advocacy groups attempting to raise the minimum age for entering the juvenile justice system in North Carolina. Well, I mean, it's North Carolina. 
Mm. What do you expect? Who the they fuck? got you farming at 12. <laughs> okay? And this is in the 1930s and 40s. But let's be honest. Do you expect anything? Do you expect the, the Carolinas who to the, think much differently than the 1940s and 30s? I don't. But who the fuck made the call? Who the fuck called the police over a flower? One of the what is the the greatest generation? What is that? The set called? No, the boomers are not. No, their <laughs> parents. The greatest generation is, are their parents. I can't remember what that uh, is called, but they're called the greatest because they're the ones that came back from World War One and Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the mode, Yeah, <laughs> one of them called. You call the law. Yeah. Over a flower being picked. How dare you come on my property and pick my flower? How dare you go on somebody else's property and mm-hmm. pick their flower? Attorney uh, Julie Boyer's <laughs> child client was on trial for injury to... <laughs> child client. <laughs> was on trial for injury to real, real property after he stopped to pluck the flower from a yard near his bus stop. According to the Herald Sun, Boyer said she gave him crayons and a coloring book during the proceedings as he didn't have the mental capacity to understand what was happening to him. Boyer and others argue against the state's juvenile justice law, which holds the lowest minimum age in the world to enter the juvenile courts, which is age six. The maximum age was changed a few years ago from 16 to 18. Parents are still part of the process, but a child defendant is expected to assist in his or her defense per the outlet. A child defendant is expected to aid in his or her defense. A child suspect is expected to aid in his or her defense. I've been in the courtroom and seen the judge ask so many adults that are about to defend themselves, like, nigga, are you sure? That's wild. That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. Real you, life. You're going to ask this six-year-old with a coloring book in front of him because they right. don't know where the fuck they at. Right. School, jail, yeah. court. Mm. I don't know where the fuck this right. is. <laughs> so that person... Is supposed to defend themselves for picking a flower. Luckily, the judge had the wherewithal to throw this case out. But the fact that they got here. That's crazy. How many weeks, possible months, before you encounter a judge like this one to say this is some straight bullshit? Right. You're wasting so many tax dollars to even file the paperwork necessary. Right. For you to see me with like this so bullshit. many people failed because the thing is once you decide i'm gonna call the police you're a failure then the person mm-hmm. who who dispatches a cop to this scene to this crime scene you're a failure then when you're the cop Ugh. and you get there and you mm-hmm. say slap the handcuffs and you start investigating this the flower you're a failure <laughs> you're a failure oh, i got you <laughs> You get them in the car. Look at your life. You're a failure. You're going to take the thumbprints. Right. I get you. So many niggas could have said, nah, we're not doing this. (laughs) Like, that was just, 
All right, North Carolina. Niggas was like, we failing together? (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. A winery will pay you $10,000 a month to work and live rent-free in Sonoma. This will be my last episode of Reels and Fields. Whoa, (laughs) I will be working in Sonoma from now on. Job duties. New hires should be ready to pursue their passion. Mm -hmm. For the first few months, work duties are intentionally vast, allowing the new hire to figure out which aspects of winemaking they are interested in. You can shadow winemaker Dave Reddy Jr., the son of one of the company's founders, and is also a part of this exploratory process. After this, Murphy Good wrote, it will work with the new employees to find their passions and carve out their place in the wine world. We have a job that will instantaneously catapult you into the wine stratosphere. More potential job duties include acquiring knowledge of vineyards Mm -hmm. and winery Mm -hmm. operations and learning about the world of e-commerce. The company also wrote that the higher will develop strong worker relations across functions of the winery. Damn, I just got out of the app. That's wild. (laughs) Functions of the winery and Mm -hmm. work with teams to drive awareness and build demand for Murphy Good Winery. And it has been a pleasure doing this show. <laughs> what with what you are you all. saying, Miss Chanel? It's been wow, real. We just had a meeting this morning. I got you. Okay. I hear you. Right. Um, but they're about to give me a lot of dough. Mm-hmm. Um, to fuck with this wine, and uh, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> Texas Roadhouse founder dead by COVID-related suicide. I've never heard of COVID-related suicide until this story. <laughs> but let's explore this deeper. Okay. Ken Taylor, the man who founded the wildly successful Texas Roadhouse restaurant. See, Major, I know you're a fan. Yes, indeed. Miss Chanel, that, have you? some of them bread rolls Hey, right them now. rolls, man. The rolls They're not are... the best steaks. Nah, nah. Not, not at rolls, all. Baby. But them that rolls, baby. honey butter? Shit. That's what make you deal with the steak. Yeah. I'll eat this meat. But I came here for the <laughs> came here for the roast. <laughs> Kent Taylor suffered from tinnitus, tinnitus, ringing in the ears, which his family says greatly intensified in the last days of his life, and ultimately became unbearable. At its worst, tinnitus can sound like a jet engine roaring inside the ears. The family said Kent battled and fought hard, but ultimately the suffering became too great. Kemp was a master businessman who founded Texas Roadhouse back in 1993. He came up with the idea on a cocktail napkin and brought it to life with the first restaurant located in Louisville, Kentucky. The plan took hold, and eventually there were 537 Texas Roadhouses in the 49 states, with 10 international locations. Kent got national attention last spring when he earmarked his entire salary to help support frontline workers during the pandemic. He suffered from tinnitus, but it apparently flared up in a big way after he contracted COVID. And there's data indicating that tinnitus is exacerbated by coronavirus. Rest in peace, Mr. Taylor. That had to be gruesome. Could you imagine hearing shit that isn't there? That sounds awful. 
Super awful. Uh, let's move on. SF Poop Testing startup once compared to Theranos charged in $60 million fraud scheme. Is this another bitch talking yeah. about? I can take your we, turn. I can take your turn. One dookie. And I got all, we can solve all your problems. She mm. was tripping with one blood drop. But I just need one dookie. Mm, one, got dookie. one turd. You just got to do some natural shit. Just got to let it happen, baby. And I can tell you anything you want to know. <laughs> A married pair of San Francisco entrepreneurs were indicted Thursday <laughs> on multiple federal charges. The latest twist in the saga of a once trendy, now bankrupt fecal matter testing startup. <laughs> Zachary Schultz Apt and Jessica Sunshine Richmond, co-founders of defunct microbiome <laughs> testing company, Ubiome, are accused of bilking their investors and health insurance providers. Federal prosecutors said... They were indicted Thursday on multiple federal charges, including the conspiracy to commit securities fraud and conspiracy to commit health care fraud, as well as money laundering. Their corrupt, their court, not corrupt, their court appearances <laughs> have not been scheduled and is not immediately clear if they had attorneys who could speak on their behalf. I love it. We got to come up with our own scheme, man. Why haven't we gotten rich yet? Yo. The amount of suckers out there. Yeah. But we go to court in three hours. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You're right. Y'all say y'all working with (laughs) C-Mate? Let's go ahead and shut this down. You're right. You're right. That's crazy. Um, That's all I had. Miss Janelle, do you have a touchy subject for us? I do have a touchy subject that we can touch on. Wait a minute. How many? Where where we at, C Major? How many? Yeah, 54. Okay, we good. We good. Mm -hmm. I I swear I'm not doing two hours this week. You you promise? I promise. Go ahead. (laughs) But wait, though. We said we was going to talk about my mans. Who? Pole dancing. uh, Oh, Lil Nas X? On Beelzebub. Okay, we can do that. I, I, we're not doing two hours. <laughs> we can do that. Depending okay. on how quick we get through the touchy subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. the touchy subject should be quick because I think I know I know what Grease hates already. Oh. I just want to find out about Major and I'll, mm. and I'll talk a little bit about mine. So, uh, understanding that living in America, we have been entrenched in racial bias. Um, and, you know, we're doing some work to decolonize our minds as black people. But Speak for yourself. Um, okay. <laughs> Matter of fact, we're not. So this should be really easy. Um, what is some internalized anti-blackness that you need to work on unlearning? Y'all want me to go first? Yeah. Why don't you go first? And For me, I still have an issue with judging names. Mm. Um, in my That's line of one. work, I come across a lot of client names. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm not so obtuse as to pass judgment on the on the people themselves because I understand that we do not come up with our names. Mm-hmm. Our names are chosen for us by our parents in most cases. Um, but I do look at certain names and I think negatively about mm. what might have brought them to to have that name. <laughs> and it's it's always with people who are black and I understand that it comes from a place where 
the colonization in my mind has me thinking of names having a standard that was set forth by white folks, you know. You, you should also rest easy that every other continent that was colonized by a white man has the same prejudices. So wh- whether you know them or not for other cultures, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say, my, it's, it's, uh, I, I would identify with your struggle as well. Mm-hmm. Names do present themselves as, you know, problematic for me. You know, if if uh, Ron Gerasmo tells me uh, a, a client, you know, sometimes we share stories mm-hmm. just within this house of things that happen. And if the client's name registers as one that's more ethnic, mm-hmm. it's not a shock. I'll just say that. Same. Um. Again, it, it, I I don't know if I'm working on it though. Like okay. you said, you're working on it. Okay. I don't know if I am. I kind of like having these uh, <laughs> predetermined <laughs> prejudices in place, so mm-hmm. I'm not shocked. Mm-hmm. I think what what would shock me, what would make me work on it, is if there wasn't a white person named in a certain way. Oh, okay. Then that would help shake me out of that prejudice, but. Those those prejudices exist, and I haven't been wrong yet. <laughs> they haven't failed you. No, no. Once they fail me, then I might try to work on myself. Might try to unlearn. Yeah. What about you, C Major? Oh, definitely in my line of work, um, uh, in retail. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't use niggas. <laughs> <laughs> It's that for me. Please, it's that. I I know who I need to go in depth with. I know who who judge who got it and who who don't got it. I know who who's interested in the maintenance package and who just here for the oil change. Okay, I'll say it like that. And it's based off a name. It's not what you see because you see as well. Like you see the person and the name. Mm Hmm. See, no, I don't what, see what the I don't see the person. Once I see, or once I see him, it's solidified. Okay, see, yeah. that's my point. See, yeah. I don't see the person associated with the names that mm. come across my screen. Mm. You know, what I'm saying. Oh like, no, my anti-blackness is directly related to anti-blackness. Oh, <laughs> I, I see this black nigga getting out of the car. This, yeah, you you nah. more face to face with the end user. See, I'm not face to face with the end user. But when a question populates to when when something has been raised, first of all, I'm in I'm in data. Mm-hmm. I should mm-hmm. never get a customer complaint. Right. <laughs> Once it gets to me, mm-hmm. now I'm looking at your whole life. Now you've given me enough information that I can code my way to your whole existence mm-hmm. if I wanted to. And there's been uh, complications when I can do that. <laughs> I can find out everything I, I wanted to about you. Because I know how data works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to be really irritated to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Usually, I rely on my prejudice, you know, the names and all that stuff. Oh, oh that's the name? Oh, it's the SHA? Okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm a SHA. So, I, I understand. How y'all are, huh? Yeah, we, we wild. <laughs> we wild. We are definitely wild. What was that I was supposed to talk about? 
again this year. Grace, we're gonna have to limit your your bruise to <laughs> what what's a good five percent? Cause anything over that, you turn into something else. I'm sorry. Your man Lil Nas X has the internet a buzz. Yes. Um dropped a video. For Montero. For Montero. In which With hair laid, with baby hairs mm-hmm. swirled. And and cut up. And cut up. He was um, cut up. I wasn't expecting that much. And with impeccable form. Yes. He descends on a pole. Yes. To the depths of hell. Yes. And proceeds to work his magic. On the devil. On the devil. Yes. Yes. Following up. The video, the single. He, he's giving you the whole thing. He's teamed up with Nike. Mm-hmm. They've created a Satan shoe. Uh, Air Max 97, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that shoe, consumers are also getting what they, uh, they mentioned, a drop of human blood. Yes. Yes. First of all, I must... To make the ritual complete. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really believe that Nike is giving out Human blood, mm-hmm. you're nuts. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely nuts. Who are they getting the blood from? What's the blood section of the, of the that factory? Part. That okay. part. Beyond that, you condemn. Not you, not mm-hmm. not you, listeners. Y'all are cool. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all are. You know, y'all are all right. We fuck with y'all. But southern. Certain churches, certain mm-hmm. religions have this theory about homosexuality mm-hmm. in which you have persecuted, critiqued, ostracized, ostracized, bullied certain members of your congregation into thinking the worst is going to occur to them because they just want to be themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to be anything else. They just want to be themselves. They are naturally attracted to the same sex. They enjoy same sex company, the physical interactions of being with someone who is the same sex as them that has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the persecution and the bullying under the guise of religious guidance or mor- morality or whatever you want to call it is a problem. So here we have this young man, little Nas X, saying, mm-hmm. okay, I hear you, so I'm just going to go down to hell. If I'm going to plunge into hell, let me do it. Right, and look fly. Let me let me get my face beat, get my hair done, slide down this pole. That's a, that seems like an efficient way to get to hell. I thought it was, yeah, <laughs> I, I'd much rather go to hell that way. I'd much rather go to, I'd much rather step out my front steps Jump onto a pole and slide mm-hmm. down the hill. And since gay sex is the abomination that yes. people seem to be the most mad at. Right. You know. Male on male gay sex. <laughs> right. I'm not sure if I'm going to hell yet. Right. They haven't, yeah, they they haven't they ain't, worked that out yeah, yet. They, right, didn't, right. they ain't hit the gavel on that one. So, if you are the supreme sinner, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you get to dance with Satan himself? Satan ain't fucking with the liars, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. cheaters, the mm-hmm. murderers, the 
He don't give a fuck about that. So if you're abomination, man, first one to the champagne room should be Satan. Huh? <laughs> the first one with the invite. I was gonna ask you if you were Satan. Okay. And he was like, "We can make my day go better." And the little Nas X slides down on the pole. Down the pole. Yeah. I'm rolling. I like it. Right. I didn't have any problems with it. I just dropped it in a group text mm-hmm. like, this seems to be firing up a lot of people on my timeline. I don't know about y'all. Uh, see, Major, what, what was your timeline like? Because mine is full of old niggas who, once they hit 40, they now they want to be saved. <laughs> After they did all they sent in. I To be honest, on my... On like on my Twitter, I really didn't see much of it. The most I've really seen was after you had texted something, I saw like a mini pop up on Facebook with like a sponsor that like I haven't really seen much reactions to it. To which I I seen the video. I'm surprised because um, this is some shit definitely get some of my more righteous people going because mm-hmm. this seemed like something that get the the, the the folks on the train of the demasculation of the black man. Oh, going. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I ain't really see that. So mm. that's on my personal timeline. But I'm pretty sure it was out there. Me personally, I got to, my girl got to step her, her baby head game up. Okay. I'm rolling. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, something I took from it. That's, <laughs> he's like, yo, his baby head. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Learn it. You get that, get it together. Yeah. yeah. My thing is, and I'm not in the business of telling grown folks what to do, but if outrage is your thing, (laughs) I feel like in America, the hierarchy, I'm not like, again, I'm not telling you what to do, but we have uh, unhoused people, we have poverty, um, we have systemic racism that's killing, killing black people, indigenous people. Asians, we've got uh, no health care, we've got voter suppression, we've got... Uh, I feel like she's not No wages. I feel like the there's about... I feel like there's about 10 or 11 America things... <laughs> I feel like there's 10 or 11 things you can be outraged over before we get to the gay agenda. I just... I don't know. Mm. Do some soul searching. What depends on your priorities, out. though. You know what I'm saying? If I hold the gay agenda <laughs> above minimum wage and mm-hmm. outsourced jobs and mm-hmm. that that don't directly affect me. But but how does the gay agenda? But Lil Nas X sliding <laughs> on this pole down the hill where he belongs. Okay. That don't affect me either, but I feel like it does. <laughs> I feel like it does. <laughs> because when enough. I see it, it makes me feel. Strange, and I can't explain it to my children, and I can't explain this feeling to my wife. Okay, and I need to see somebody and talk about it. There you go. I ain't done that. That was the most ignorant response ever. I'm good with it. I'm T Greasy at at T Greasy on Instagram and T and, and Twitter. You can reach us at Reels of Feels on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Davis though. You can find me on Twitter at C Major P U H C E E. That's C E E Major P U H C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E E Major. Fuck that UK nigga. 
um, link in both bios for Linktree to everything I'm working on that you'd be interested in, or at least I think you'd be. Hopefully, so play that they're shit. They're not. They're not. Oh my god. Not interested at all. I believe you. Did you give your stuff? Huh, what happened? Did yeah. you say it? Okay. Wow. Uh, uh, hey. You're right here, Chris. <laughs> You're right here. Emma. Emma, because I'm looking You're at not. Fantastic Haze Imperial IPA. You're right. And I'm I not stopped, sure. I stopped talking to Greasy a long time ago. And you're on the can. <laughs> you're not here. You're in Sierra Nevada. <laughs> anyway. C Major, do you have something for us? Yes, indeed. I got a submission here. This is Cardo with a track called See You Hatin'. You can see you hate me. <laughs> I just wanted to know what they were doing on their faces. They got buffs on them. Okay. Diamonds the size of ecstasy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was this again? It's by Cardo. Okay. Um, let me just do some quick, quick research here and make Uh-oh. sure this Cardo is the Cardo that I'm thinking about. Oh boy. I don't know. Okay. C-A-R-D-O? C-A-R-D-O, yeah. The Cardo I'm familiar with is a producer. Mm. But I think this is a a, a different Cardo. Hmm. I don't I don't. Yeah. This is why we pay him the big bucks, Mr. <laughs> this is exactly why you pay him. The, I'm not even going to say we. You pay him the big bucks. He don't even know if this is the same Cardo. <laughs> he got a nigga named Cardo. He thought he was doing a, doing something good by. And he's not even sure. Cardo Cardo listening like, yo. Right. That, that wasn't, wasn't me. me. <laughs> that wasn't me at all. You figure that out, C Major, and you figure out what you need to edit. <laughs> what you need to what you need to post on, on the, oh, the episode. I was gonna say Cardo. 
Okay. Are you it's it's Cardo for sure. Them? I'm not going to specify which Cardo. I think it is. <laughs> okay. It's like you said, oh, this track was done by James. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever James hear this and be like, this is my track. Yeah. Then you good. That's your shit. Sounds good to me. Y'all have an excellent week. We see y'all next week.